She was quite short in stature, which was a clue. To her so being a woman. A bit smaller than the average size man. Same height as mine. I am the average height <laughs> man. Yeah, in like Victorian times. <laughs> Don't forget to leave a five-star review on iTunes for my friends at the Amish Inquisition. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. Five, four, three, two, I imagine the carrot is my penis. Hello, welcome. It's Amish Inquisition time yet again. <sighs> First of March. Why rabbit, why rabbit? Is that the one? Say again. Why rabbit, why rabbit? What's that mean? I don't fucking know. Is this something oh. to do with the 1st of March? I don't know what you're talking about. Leagues, St. David's Day. Something about rabbits. I don't know. Daffodils. Daffodils. Dragons. Praise Jabalon. Mm. Praise. Praise him. Jahuhon. And his angles. He has got some <laughs> glorious angles. Mm. Mm. Well, come and be envenue. What did you do with your leap day yesterday? <sighs> I, didn't, I, I didn't even realise. I just experienced it. Yeah, it's fairly standard. There was an article about people who were born on the leap year day, on the 29th of February. Youngsters. Mm. Mm, what do they do? What intercalculations mm. do they use? They just have a birthday every three years. Every three years. Four years. Every four years. Or three years. I saw a hundred year old woman with a cake that said 25. Happy birthday. No way. Oh, yes. uh, yeah. Yeah. We've got JC, the big JC, to thank for the leap year. Jesus Christe. Julius Caesar. Right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He introduced it, the Julian calendar. Yes. Yep. Changed it so that the year starts on January the 1st and the year is 365 and a quarter days. Yep. Yep. But Gregory does tinker around edges, really. The Gregorian calendar. I think we should call it the Gregorian tinkering calendar. The Gregorian calendar. Make your mind up. Yeah. Julius. Julian. Greg. Orian. I'm going to try and not drop any F-bombs tonight. Really? I'm not going to try and swear. Give it a swear free march. I just uh, think I should try. See not, what happens. Not swear. Fudge you, mother flipper. F bombs specifically. Just just fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you had some um child related swearing? Nope. No? Okay. Oh I don't dro- I only drop F bombs in here. No, what, it's, on. it's the, the F bomb zone. What about shit? That shit's fine. What about cunt? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to uh, avoid avoid a sea bomb. A sea bomb, Christ! Mm, don't want to go nuclear. <laughs> oh, the nuclear option! Mm. Holy hell! Mm. I, used, I used to have a clip. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> the last words. Fuck you! Come on, you can do better. Can't. Oh, you're shit uh, dying in you know that. So excited. Shit got, at dying, that guy. I can't have children with a whore. 
okay. we'll see how we get on. It's you know, and it's experiment. <laughs> Trying to clean up, clean up my potty mouth. Really? Mm. I've had a fucking. We- <laughs> <laughs> I've had a really, I've had a really weird week this week. Why? Weird Cause week because it, it we had an extra day. I don't know if yeah, <laughs> if that has been a it didn't actually have an extra day. We <laughs> yes, did. There's an extra day in the week. <clears throat> what would you call the extra day? The 29th. What? No, like Saturday, Sunday. We had two Sundays, didn't we? Yeah. Do you not not remember? <laughs> the days of the week are unaffected by the leap day. It's <laughs> an inter- it's just a calculation. It's irrelevant. Science. I I was like quite down Monday and Tuesday. Well, down. Yeah. Feathery. Not. I won't say depressed, but like a. A, a deep melancholy. A deep, a deep <laughs> melancholy. You've been listening to the Smiths. I don't know what it... Do you know part of the trigger was? The fucking stream breaking down last week. It's too, it too got to me. Why? It got to me. Did I say the F-bomb then? Yeah, you did. God. I think, you, I think you just muttered fuck under your breath as well. <laughs> you big twat. Yeah. You fucking fuck. <laughs> but I, that didn't last. And the middle of the week was fairly... Fu- 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 <laughs> <laughs> the middle of the week was fair, fairly <laughs> regular. <laughs> Turned into art right Fair, fair, fair. For fuck's sake, Granville. <laughs> and then Three. something happened on Thursday night, which hasn't happened to me for, I think, years. Wet dream. Several years. Wet Along dream. the right lines. Piss the bed. Sex dream. Nope. Piss the bed. Erectile dysfunction. Nope. Balls fell off. Nope. <laughs> you had sex with your wife. Nope. Sex with yourself no i had a nightmare oh. nightmare enter stranger <laughs> do, you, do you like me to describe the nightmare please do in great detail well as soon as i woke up i made a, a numerous mental notes to try and remember it because it was quite strange was it strange or scary i'll let you be the judge i was right. terrified right uh i was in the house on my own hearing a knock at the door this house the house we're in now the house that jack built yes and for some reason I got it in my head that there's Jehovah's Witnesses knocking about. Maybe mm. I overheard the neighbour muttering about it or somewhere. So anyway, I'm on my own in the house, so I lock the dog in the kitchen, baby gate, because I don't want to eat in Jehovah's Witnesses. Go on, answer the door. <laughs> That's not like you at all. <laughs> answer the door, no one there. So I take a couple of steps outside to look, and then I turn round, and there is an androgynous person stood in the doorway. How do you know it was an androgynous person? Because I, I couldn't immediately discern whether it was a male or female. Ah, a Bowie? Yeah, you could okay. say that. Um, I, I will say a she, because after looking at her a bit more closely, she had quite... <laughs> she had massive chips. <laughs> <laughs> she had quite soft, round features, short cropped hair, similar length to mine. Right. Was it Dominic Diamond? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Okay. She was quite short in stature, which was a clue. To her so being a woman. A bit smaller than the average size man. Right. Same height as mine. <laughs> I am the average height <laughs> man. Yeah, in like Victorian times. <laughs> so No. No, no, no. <laughs> she was wearing um sort of non gender signalling clothing. Almost like you would expect uh, like a nurse or a doctor in a hospital to wear. Like like scrub cloth. Oh scrubs. Like scrubs. Yeah. Sort yeah. of pastel coloured, oh, single coloured. So there was no clue there, no nope. pastel coloured, and uh, she spoke, and the voice was another bit of a giveaway. 
and she just looked at me and said, um, "Oh, did she open her mouth and it was just white noise and then just <laughs> flies came out?" <laughs> no, it was okay. more chilling than that. She said, um, "Do you want to come with me?" <laughs> did um, she show a bit of ankle? No, no. <laughs> And I said, <laughs> no. And then I looked down and her right arm was by her side and she had a scalpel in her hand. Oh, right. creep. And then she took a step toward me mm. and raised the scalpel and her face, a little expression changed like she was a psychopath. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started panicking. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I know, I'd managed to, she went at me with the scalpel mm-hmm. and I must have blocked it and wrestled put her on the ground and got on top of her. Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I'm looking for the scalpel because I didn't know where the scalpel went because I want to secure it. I want to make sure she's secured. And as I'm looking around... Let the rest walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Let my gut explode. Uh, as, I, as I'm looking around to see the scalpel, I see my next door neighbour dead on her driveway. Wow. Further down the road, d- various neighbours dead. And other people in monotone, pastely scrubs. Mm. And that's when I hear the footsteps running behind me and my throat's immediately slashed. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, actually, you actually suffered a fatal injury. That's in when dream. I woke up. Ugh, that's awful. That's Horrible, wasn't it? Yeah, I've never, I've never had my throat slashed in a dream. I think I've had like crashes as part of that. Uh, the fall when you falling asleep, the oh. falling dream, yeah, nightmare. That's a common one I've had before. Yeah, oh. or teeth, losing your teeth. I've had that one. Yeah, that's a common one apparently. Right. Um, yeah. Well, when I woke up, I like I spent a couple of minutes sort of thinking, I've got to remember this. I don't usually remember my dreams, mm. thinking, because, you know, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> and then I looked at my phone, and it was 3.35. Mm. So I think I had the nightmare at 3.33 a.m. 3.33. Numerology fans. Wow. So, yeah, that was strange. And the next day was my birthday. Mm. Um, three notable event- events on my birthday. To go with 3.33. What the shit? Oh no! Yes, uh, I got my <laughs> the triple godhead. That's why it's the triple godhead. Three. How, how many numbers. meals did you have on this day? <laughs> Two. Ah, you had to ruin it, didn't you? Unless you count. Oh no! No, she got me a. Th- well, do you count courses? No. Did you have three three course meals? <laughs> no. I got my hair cut in the morning, Ooh. and um, the leader of like El- Lancashire County Council was in the barbers. Really? He goes there. Jeff? Driver. Driver, yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he gets a lot of abuse, apparently. In the barbers? Well, he has in the barbers. Like, yeah, because he he's been done, hasn't he? Well, he was famously investigated, wasn't he, for fraud? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, after he'd left the bar, when she was cutting my hair, she said uh, he was in one day. Oh, and right. a customer walked in, saw him and went, I'm not fucking. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not coming back here again. Stormed out and gave him a lot of abuse. Really? Yeah. He's conservative, isn't he? Yeah. So that was notable. The next thing, um, I went to do a job at a local charity shop and was sexually assaulted. Wow! Really? Excellent. Yeah. On your birthday. Yeah. Was that sexual assault then? Well, you be the judge. I was up <laughs> step. I was up step ladders. With both my hands up in the air doing something, mm-hmm. both my hands full, and uh, a lady touched my arse. 
How? What did she do? On the she inside. stroked my eyes. Why? <laughs> Why? Because she was talking to me. I think she was asking me if I wanted a brew. And, and she patted you on the bum? She didn't pat. It wasn't pat. It was more of a stroke. Why would she do that? <laughs> She's Why always, would she not just say what a brew? She's a human. <laughs> I know. Normally they're just re- <laughs> so reviled by your ass. This has been at face level as well. What? Your ass at face level because you're up yeah, ladder. So it's like not even a like I'm just trying to get past you or whatever. It was oh no, no, actual, it was it was to get my attention. Just give it a cheeky kiss. <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, Lordy, I made a complaint, reported it like to the charity. Mm-hmm. She got fired. Oh, hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Good. She got quickly turn around. Do a do a one eighty. <laughs> <laughs> so that was notable. And the third thing on my birthday that was notable was that I got summoned into school. Oh, dear. For, bad, for a bad thing or a good thing? Remedial classes for you. Double star of the week. Hey! Oh. For both of them. A binary star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, binary system. Tatooine. What did they get it for? Being good. Yeah, right. Just general, general goodness. <laughs> yeah. Right. Did he text you or something to let you know they're going to get it? Yeah, right. the Friday assembly. The other assembly yeah. half to every Friday. You get like a, if your child gets a merit, you you can go in and watch. Mm. Oh no, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to go to those. How much notice do you get that week? That week, yeah, you get touched on a Monday. On the Monday, Monday or Tuesday. Just oh, either work for yourself or have a really good job where you know you can you can do things like that yeah, to support you your family. People, you know, things have got booked in my diary, haven't they? Fuck yes. them. <laughs> Can wait. <laughs> well, we've a lot to get through. Should we motor on? Well, I don't chug, know. Chug, Let's just be through your subconscious a little more. Yeah, that was quite good. Mm. So you did. You had three notable things. What well, I want to know: what's going to happen with this sexual assault charge you embroiled in? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Obviously, nothing. Because I didn't do anything. I don't care. Don't How old was she? Ooh, seventy-five. <laughs> Sorry, sixty-five. Right, maybe. And would you? <laughs> Behave. Of course he would. <laughs> Don't know why I asked. Despicable. Mm. It's probably just of that era where you touch oh, people's yeah, I don't asses. Care. I don't care at all. <laughs> wow. I shouldn't, okay. You shouldn't care, should you? No, you shouldn't. I think if it's, if it's the other way around, mm-hmm. you know, if it's a 70, 65-year-old guy and a, you know... <laughs> and a 14-year-old electrician... <laughs> <laughs> I I think I'd have let that slide. Well, yeah, you wouldn't say something, would you? I wouldn't. Don't touch my ass. <laughs> Not like that. Really? Would you? No, I wouldn't. No. So your picture it lasts longer. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how creepy it was. Was it a lingering stroke? Was there a bit of cuppage? Did she go for the cleft? No, it's more of a downward stroke. Downward dog. All right, love. On the cheek. Oh, yeah. Was it like, like one of them? I mean, I wax don't know how big your ass is, but. Wax on, wax off. <laughs> wax on, wax off. The thing is, there's a huge power disparity in that situation, isn't there? Yeah. She's got all the power. She's got all the experience. <laughs> mm. Knows what she's doing. Got you all vulnerable. Un- vulnerable. Yeah. Up a ladder. Mm. Anything could happen. Cock on show. <laughs> your balls weren't out at the time. <laughs> No, they were just drying. 
Mm, right, come on, let's do some do some other things now. Right, it's disgusting. Corrections incoming. <laughs> oh. There's only a couple this week. Uh, I was talking about the book I was reading currently by Rizard Kabuzinski, the Polish journalist, travel writer. Travelogue. And I mistakenly said it was Heart of Darkness, the book. Jason Conrad. Joseph. Joseph Conrad. Joseph Conrad. Oh, yeah. could have been a double. That it's based on, you mean? No, separate, completely separate things. I said the book I'm reading is called Heart of Darkness. Oh. Which is a I'm book not, by th- Joseph Conrad. I thought you'd said that you were reading a travelogue, but it yeah. was it's similar to the Heart of Darkness. Like, because he went to the Congo or something. Uh, uh, yeah, I suppose it is. It's actually called The Shadow of the Sun. Oh, that's like... Uh, the Empire of the Sun. <laughs> <laughs> Soundgarden. Uh, Black Hole Sun. Uh, this is like one of their lyrics. Sun's involved. Shadow uh, Shadow of the Sun was an audio slave single, I think. Was there it? you go, yeah. you see. Audio, audio slave fan. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, correct. No correction next week for that. The <laughs> audio slave fan. <laughs> Loonies. I got five on it. Yeah. 1995, that came out. All right, 1995. The clue is in the year it came out. <laughs> and uh, The Naz, his first album. The Naz. The Naz debut album, Illmatic, came out in 94. <sighs> Just starting in high school. What did we say? We, I think we said it was not as early. It couldn't have been early. Right. As early as that for us to have been into it. Oh, in our set. Sort of pre-teen years. Yeah, so yeah you, were, like first you were an animal, year. weren't you? What do you mean? When you were like 11, 12. What kind of animal? Just like <laughs> a, a pig animal. Right. Snuffling around in your own filth, watching baseball till four o'clock in the morning and going to school. It was Panad, wasn't it? Occasionally. Mm. Well, me and Panad used to watch baseball. And watch and listening to Magic FM, the phone in till... God knows oh, what time. Talk, talk FM or whatever it is. Is that magic or something? Is magic? I think it was magic, yeah, because it was long wave. Mm. 666. Oh, not Atlantic 252. That was a, that was a good channel. That's a famous one, yeah. I just went to bed. I was knackered. I had a Game Gear with a telly adapter, so no really? sleep from about 11 to <laughs> 15. Seriously? Yeah, it was good. I just went to bed. Uh, At like 10, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, knackered. Bed. You know, there's someone in our school who had a, an Atari Lynx. They were things, yeah. Yeah. I only know one. He also had a Neo Geo. Oh, right. Neo oh, Geo? Yeah. Everyone, Japanese everyone, import. everyone used to look, rave on about those being the best rave things. On. They were. Apparently. At the, at the time. Mm. Yeah, in the 8-bit era. Was it 8-bit? Neo Geo? Oh, I, 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 I knew you'd be 16 yeah. Mega Drive. It might have been 24. Super Famicom. Mega Drive was 16-bit, so I think it was 24, Neo Geo. Was it, 20, <clears throat> was it 24? What's the sound? Uh, sound was 32-bit. Yeah, like the PlayStation. And the Dreamcast was 64. Oh, I don't think it went in stages other than the 8, 16, 32, yeah, no, yeah. 64. It was like... Um, I, I, I don't know what like PS4 is now because we stopped. It's the same with, with computers. I don't know what speed Stuff. chips are now because it's not logical anymore. Same with um, uh, consoles. It's not like we're on twenty forty eight bit PlayStation fives. It's because we have different generations, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, we just yeah. I suppose yeah. 
Anyway, we weren't talking about that. I don't know what we were talking about, wasn't it? Corrections. We did the corrections. Uh, coronavirus update. Yes. We had a message through from producer Gav. Yeah, what did he say? Uh, he sent us a link um, about this US Republican senator, uh, Tom Cotton is called. Sent what you're pointing at. Someone said evening, lads. Hiya, Shane. Shane Davis from uh, Shane. P-Town. Yes, well, um. P-Town podcast. P-Town, P-Town. Mm. Check it out. Uh, he's droppers. And Shane will be coming on. We've got him booked in soon, haven't we? 5th of April, I think. Right. I'm racing that day. Okay. I'll, be, I'll be in, but... Right. Covered in Unless I've fallen skids. <laughs> Skid marks. Mm-hmm. Skid marks. So you're allowed to race again? <laughs> yeah, I'm only sprinting. Oh, Horton Tower jobby. Mm. Right. Wee jobby. A wee jobby. Chuck so it up the drive. Might come this time for the last it. time. <clears throat> Have a go. There's an under 16s class this, uh, this year. Is that what you're going in? <laughs> <laughs> Still, like, I'm last. <laughs> Well, a bit of a weight disadvantage, aren't <laughs> you? I, don't, I, I got less than... No, I got under 10 seconds last time. I don't think. Slightly over on the 400. So I'm, ta- I'm taking the 400. I'm taking a 125. And I'll probably take uh, a classic 350 Triumph or 650 Norton, depending on what's in what's doing at the time. How many bags do you have now? I've I've got several in bits mm. in the garage. Mm. I don't know, six maybe. Six, Ben. We got one arse. <laughs> yeah, they're not all rideable, are they? Right. If I put them together, I probably have six. Did they have nice food at the um, at the uphill challenge? The I think they do. Yeah, they have them like artisan wagons. Sounds good, right? You know, pulled meat. <laughs> Is that a promise? Here we go. Yeah, check it out. There's two this year as well. There's one in July oh, also. Okay. So, yeah. Horton Tower Sprint. Horton Tower Sprint. What's the date? 5th of April. 5th of April. And time starts when? 10 o'clock in the morning? 10 a.m. usually. Practice yeah. starts. So if you want to see Amish Ben make a fool of himself <laughs> on a bike... So I might put some Amish stickers on. I might wear an Amish costume. <laughs> <laughs> well, the I wouldn't costume. Do that. That's an Amish costume. Yeah, like, what, with a fucking bonnet or some shit. <laughs> oh. He's got the beard for it already. Mm. I could just shave this stash and go chin strap. Chin strap. <laughs> chin strap. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Chim strap. Chim chimney. Anyway, coronavirus update. Gav. Gav, yeah, producer Gav. So Tom Cotton is Republican Senator for Arkansas. Mm. Arkansas. Uh, yep, Arkansas. And he's had some uh, pushback recently. He was chairing a committee. I think he's on some sort of defence committee in the States. Right. And this uh, sort of speech he made has been going viral on social media, so I took some clips. Pun intended. Yes. Oh, yeah. I didn't even get that. <laughs> it didn't. We know so far, and there's still many unknowns, this virus could have both a long incubation period, as much as 14 days, and individuals could be contagious while asymptomatic, which was not the case with SARS in 2003. Furthermore, from some cases, it appears the virus could be aerosolized, which means 
It doesn't require the kind of contact that you have with, say, a married couple kissing each other or a family living in close quarters in a hotel or apartment, but rather the distances we are all sitting apart right now. Yet China is still lying about all of this. They've been lying about it from the very beginning, and you don't need their history of lying about SARS in 2003, though it is relevant here. You just have to see what's happened over the last two months. So... Um Quite brazen with his accusations there. Doesn't like China. Are there some um, <clears throat> a southern senator not liking China? I think he's known for being quite hawkish. Did he say it's not like when a brother and sister are kissing or something? <laughs> when a married couple kiss, married Pretty obviously. Sure. <laughs> not just any couple. A married I, brother um, and sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, is, he, uh, is there any um, evidence to back up what he's saying, that he is, is aerosolized? I've kind of heard that people oh, yeah, can sneeze, pass it on. Sneeze onto someone, someone well, gets the well, that's kind virus. Of, that's kind of known, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it, that, there's three clips and, oh. the, and the increase in so it's just using, vociferousness. Is he, just, is he just kind of using it as a way to beat China then? Rather than That's what his critics are saying. Right, okay. Or is it being pragmatic? I don't know. Anyway, clip two. We now know that the first case manifested no later than, no later than December 1, even though China didn't reveal it to the WHO until a month later on December 31st, when they continued to hide it from their own citizens. And they continued to say that it had been contained inside Wuhan. Today, it is in every single province in China. So I was in China during the when it was there then. From the 1st of December? I was there up to the 22nd. Came back on the 22nd. Were you anywhere near Wuhan? <laughs> Not that I'm aware. No, Wuhan's north oh, east. Huh. I was south. Right. West. So he was saying that the Chinese government um, didn't release the information straight away by the sounds of it though. Mm. Well, I wouldn't be surprised by that. That's really, if that was true. Okay. Moving on, last clip. They also claimed for almost two months until earlier this week that it had originated in a seafood market in Wuhan. That locals had contracted it from animals in, say, bat soup or mm-hmm. snake tartare. That is not the case. The Lancet published a study last weekend demonstrating that of the original 40 cases, 14 of them had no contact with the seafood market, including patient zero. As one epidemiologist said, that virus went into the seafood market before it came out of the seafood market. We still don't know where it originated. Could have been another seafood market. Could have been a farm. Could have been a food processing company. (coughs) I would note that that Wuhan also has China's only biosafety level four super laboratory that works with the world's most deadly pathogens to include, oh yes, coronavirus. Hang on. <clears throat> Hang on. So is he, is he now kind of intimating that they've made this and released it? What's wrong? I, I think he is, yeah. Like, from the Chinese port and down. Maybe he just got it from the bat soup and snake tatar. It's been roundly criticised. Or um, peddling consp- a conspiracy theory. That is a total conspiracy theory. Yeah, and also, I mean, who who eat bat soup? <laughs> a snake tatar. Snake tatar. Sounds awful. But it's also it sounds like he's um, propagating sort of I don't know stereotypes. 
to do with uh, what people eat and stuff. In China? Mm. Do you not think he's trying to put them down by saying, you know, bad saying soup. the food's weird, I don't yeah. know. I think they're probably just... It is weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is totally weird. <laughs> by our standards. Yeah, but I like, you know, chop suey and... <sighs> and, 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 and other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> it's fine. Mm-hmm. Nice idea. Right, I have nothing to add. Right, okay. Was that the fourth clip? Third and final. Right. About him. I think. Therefore, I am. (laughs) Is there an. I want to Google stuff, but I know it's going to fuck the stream up. What do you want to Google? I want to Google this Wuhan level four bio zone. Was it, we wasn't in. You didn't say that it was in Wuhan. He, he just did. Said it, he, I thought you yeah. said it just, just China has. No, 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 Wuhan. no. In Wuhan, it's it's not far from where the outbreak started. Oh, um, some um, a guy from Rutgers University has come out and said that they have the um, the genome sequence of the virus now. They've had that since week one, and uh, he said he couldn't see any traces of engineering in it. No, which would uh, well, a good engineer wouldn't show any traces. Oh, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Virology, yeah. Oh, Phil's talking about the R0. It's the uh, number of people getting infected. What's that? What's the RO? The R0 is the um, the number of times, number of people average a virus will infect. If you get it, you'll pass it on to X number of people, the R0 figure. Right. So normal flu, you give it to like one point three, I think. So the the transmission rate is almost double what seasonal flu is then. Pretty much, yeah. That's um, worrying. Oh, but when was the last time you had flu? I don't know. I don't know if I've ever had flu. Risk my oh, yeah, you've <laughs> never had it. If you don't know, you've never. You don't had know, it. you've never. Yeah, <laughs> that's what everyone says to me. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, just got on with it. It's Took unlikely. a bit shit and it's got to work. <laughs> I got some. Uh, what was the film? Like what was the film with Dustin Hoffman? Dustin Hoffman outbreak. Rain Man. Outbreak. Yeah, because that they all made a big thing in that when he said it. It was uh, aerosolized or whatever he said. Um, that was that was the big thing in that. It's in the air. It's gone it's airborne. The, ah, yeah, and then everyone dies. All the monkeys die. People die. And then the other one is Contagion. Yes. Which is not as good, no. but lots of people have been shooting. It's on the Dante's peak <laughs> yeah. of outbreak. It is, yeah, it is. <laughs> Dante's peak to volcano. You know? <laughs> that was that was on the other day. Dante's peak. Is that one with Pierce Brosnan? Isn't it? <laughs> mm. Pierce, no. it's gonna blow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good one. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to move on? I just wanted to do a quick Corona update since we had some new information from producer. Well, there's, what, 35 cases in Britain now? Yeah. Including one in Bury. But there's also... Um, Archbishop Temple School's been closed down for a deep clean. Yes, in Preston. Because people came back from... Probably Italy. needed it, actually, to be honest. Deep cleaning can cause more problems than not deep cleaning. It can. I know someone who works in the NHS recently who's been seriously ill after a deep cleaning was done and the fans weren't turned on or working properly. What do you mean? Chemical poisoning. Oh, really? Yep. Okay, no. In an NHS Will you start the fans, please? <laughs> For goodness sake. <laughs> and then um, 
Oh, is there? Oh, he's gone now. The Andromeda Strain. Yeah, that's a good book. Not seen that. That's um. Hasn't that been made into a TV series? Or is oh, that the film? Wasn't it? Is it the film? There's an old, an old, old ship. There's a an old one and a new Andromeda Strain series as well. Ah, right. Okay. Which I've not seen the new. I'm going to say the best virus Things. based film. Is <laughs> Twenty-eight days later. Even though it's technically zombies. Well, it's the rage virus. Yeah, it is, but it's zombies. What about that one where the grass goes bad? <laughs> What's it called? Oh, oh, Chich and Chong. No. <laughs> go it's a, it's uh, awful. Oh, what's the... It just... It did the... Uh, was it called The Wind or something? <laughs> it, it's something weird. The, the Happening. The Happening, yeah, yeah. It's awful. It's so not happening. And it's when the tree... It's when the pollen fights back. And it's not the wind that's killing you. It's the pollen on the wind. The trees have had enough. Yeah. They release super poisonous pollen. It makes you die. Could you class it Bird Box as that kind of film? Bird Box. That's the one where you can't look at things, isn't it? Yeah. It's not a virus, no, though, is it? Not a virus. Like a, that's like a... Isn't there like spirits in it or something? They come to the house. That's signs, isn't it? <laughs> no. M. Night Shalaman. That's his name, isn't it? He did. <laughs> from the Red Shoe Diaries. Did he do that as well? <laughs> that's David Duchovny. Yeah. That's Mulder. <laughs> uh, the, what's that one you guys liked on Netflix? It was one of the first Netflix movies. Lion. No. <laughs> It's probably the end now. That was a weird space thing, and he went into a oh, it was terrible. Into a zone. I thought you guys liked it. I didn't like it. <laughs> what was it? Sure he, oh no, like you're thinking mass. of the film, the Natalie Portman film. Yeah. Oh, that was okay. It was, it a, was okay. That's a three map film. Yeah. It was a bit too. Uh, you you went in the the trees had like weird fucking bit bit too woke for me. That one. <laughs> it wasn't woke, was it? No, it wasn't woke. It's just pre woke. It's just women in it. Wasn't woke. That was before okay, November enough. last year, wasn't it? So. Is it stealth woke? Stwoke. Have I been st- it was a stroke <laughs> movie. Have <you> stealth awoken. <laughs> is Tessa Thompson in that? Yes. I think she is, yeah. Mm. Is it as good as Broken Arrow? Broken Arrow? <laughs> Dennis Hopper. Is it Dennis Hopper? <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Okay, no, it's uh, oh, Travolta. Travolta. Yeah. And uh Nicholas Cage? No. Cage? No, Cage. No. Christian Slater? That's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Allegedly, right. he was written up as Jack Nicholson's replacement in Hollywood mean? when he first came out. Slater? That, yeah, it's that kind of personality. That'll have been after True Romance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it all went downhill after uh, Prince pretty, of Thieves. Pretty quick. Oh, God, have yeah. You re- have you rewatched Prince of Thieves? Mm. It's fucking diabolical. <laughs> it's it's awful. fucking diabolical. Sorry, of <laughs> trying not, I'm trying not, not to drop any f bombs tonight. A lot of Kev- Kevin Costner's films are awful. Waterworld. I still like Waterworld. Well, I don't still like I've it. Seen but the I Postman it as well. Yeah, the Postman. And that's the same film, pretty much. Yeah, it is drier. Have you not <laughs> watched Dances with Wolves? That's awful. No, it's too long. It's like uh, four and a half hours. The only one I think it's, it's good is JFK and the Untouchables. That he was Great in. band name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know if I've seen JFK. That's a little long one. You know, just, you know, watch something. Uh, it's more than an hour and a half long and doesn't, you know, have to make you laugh. 
when I was in China, I woke up at stupid o'clock in the morning. Like stupid. Three thirty-three. No, it's about four a.m. But uh, Schindler's List was on telly <laughs> in Chinese. Chinese dubbed with um, with English subtitles. <laughs> no, it was Chi- It did have English subtitles, but it was Chinese dubbed. All oh, right, that's a lot of effort. It is, isn't it? I don't think I've seen that. Schindler. Oh my god! It's not. It's not a, f- it's not a morning film. <laughs> Lovely breakfast romp. <laughs> Been to his house. Dave Schindler. Oscar. Oscar. Otto. Oscar. 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 I think he lived in Krakow. You're thinking of Otto von Bismarck. <laughs> Is he the Red Baron? Who? I don't know. Bismarck? <laughs> no, he was a... <laughs> well, you get littered with corrections. Yeah, that's fine. That's good. There's something to talk about next week, doesn't it? Mm. He was a Red Baron. For Baron von... Clink, 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 I used to love a low, a low. Alright, kid. Yeah. Oh, Renny. It was a bum. <laughs> yeah, the French policeman was my favourite. Funny. It's in, the barmaid was my favourite. Which one? It's another one where the frilly fit one. <laughs> Madonna with the big boobies. I don't know why I like this program. It's tea time. Uh, romps Romps it's Silly wasn't it I can remember silly. the storm The famous storm That happened And him being injured In the storm The Way to the main guy Was he called Rene 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 Yeah Edith mm. Edith with his wife Hair 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 lip Is it hair lip Or hair flick Hair flick Hair mm. flick Who's hair lip <laughs> Hair lip Is that not in Indiana Jones or something. I don't know. I'm trying to think who the German guy's called in League of Gentlemen. Hair lip. Might be him. Yeah. 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 Um, shall we move on? Yeah, yes. moving on. There's a lot to get through. Okay. All right, Phil. Uh, I watched PMQs this week. Ooh. Hoping for some more clips. Some cute. And it was terrible. There wasn't anything. But immediately after PMQs, Savid... <laughs> Savage Javid. <laughs> Savage Raul Dravid, Indian uh, opening batsman mm-hmm. and former yeah. chancellor. chancellor. Uh, oh, who was it was trying to pronounce Sachin Tendulkar this week? <laughs> <laughs> was that Trump? I think, Trump? I think it was Trump. Why I've, was Trump talking about he, I'm sure I've seen a video of him trying to pronounce stuff and, and <laughs> that was Sachin Tendulkar. Savage Javid. <laughs> has uh, stepped down in the latest reshuffle. There's been some controversy. Is that this week? No. Is that this week? His, his statement was Wednesday. Well, the thing is, following the, his, uh, the hoo-ha, yeah. after PMQs, he gave a speech from the back benches, you see. Oh, so wow. I've got some clips of it. Some, what have I got? One, two, three, four. Four Let's clips. Got four, four clips. Oh. Four clips. Now, when reflecting on the dynamic between number 10 and number 11, oh, it is natural... Voice to look at past relationships. There is no one size that fits. Any model that works or doesn't depends on the personalities that are involved just as much as the processes. It depends on the mutual respect and trust that allows for constructive, creative tension between teams. And it is that creative, that dynamic, that it has always been the case that advisers advise, ministers decide, and ministers decide on their advisers. 
Goodbye, Mr. Bond. <laughs> I sound like a garlic. <laughs> so that was awful. He does, sound, he does sound like a uh, like a Bond villain from the early days. Yeah, that voice. Yeah, mm. he might have been irate. Part he's, of the he's uh, shouting at the throwing his hands about. No, he was uh, quite reserved. Is he? Not much physically going on, body language wise. That's what he does, though, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Why am I looking at the screen when I'm talking? Yeah, um, the form. <laughs> the reason why it was controversial was he's decided to resign because the implication was that number ten wanted to pick his advisors. He wanted him to sack all his advisors and yeah. um, for number ten to hand pick their replacements. Yes. So that's what the first statement was about about ministers being able to choose their own advisors. How that's it sounds like he's essential. Good confirmed that, hasn't he? Well, it goes on clip two. I couldn't see why the treasury with the vital role that it plays, should be the exception to that. A Chancellor, like all Cabinet Ministers, has to be able to give candid advice to a Prime Minister so he is speaking truth to power. I believe that the arrangement proposed would significantly inhibit that, and it would not have been in the national interest. So while I was grateful for the continued trust of the Prime Minister in wanting to reappoint me, I'm afraid that these were conditions that I could not accept in good conscience. He's had quite a lot of praise because he seems to have stepped down on a point of principle. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I I was really sort of agnostic about him beforehand, but Mm -hmm. since the events last week, I've got quite a bit more respect for him, actually, I think. Yeah? Yeah. He stepped down on a point of principle and... Yes, and it also points towards he's still Dominic Cummings is getting the blame, isn't it? Well, this leads to clip three. Now, I don't intend to dwell further on all the details and the personalities. But wait for it. The comings and goings, if you will. <laughs> Much of. Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Oh. Oh, still going. <laughs> so, yeah, he's dropping a hint there. Mm. It's quite witty. It was quite a good speech overall. Yeah, mm. so, I mean, it's quite ironic, I suppose, in some ways, that a spad like Dominic Cummings... Special advisor. Yeah, is um, telling him to get rid of all of his spads so he can have his own spads put in there. Or is it more a case of... Dominic Cummings has, has persuaded Boris Johnson to deliver yes. that message. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. Yeah. Who, the power behind the throne, isn't he? Power, yeah. Now, part of the logic I can see for Johnson Cummings, <coughs> vis-a-vis Cummings doing this, is that the Conservatives now have to pull some spending out, particularly in the north. Out of their arse. Yep. To retain the seats that they've won in the last election. Yes. Can't they, wait for those gold-plated bus shelters. Yeah. <laughs> well, it might, yeah. <laughs> might be. <laughs> you never know. He's a bit fucking nuts, isn't he, Bojo? Not calling Bojo the clown for nothing. Well, sorry, go on. I'm going to say something. I think they realise that their votes have been lent to them in the North, mm. and if they don't, if they don't produce Deliver. the goods, mm. it will be rescinded. Yes. And I think that number 10 saw Javid, who's known for being fiscally conservative, mm. may have been a roadblock in, I think, 
Bojo is a lot less fiscally conservative yeah. when it comes to public spending than Javid is, and that maybe would have been a roadblock to big infrastru- infrastructure spendings in the north, particularly. Mm. Well, HS2. It, Cummings apparently didn't want HS2. No, I don't think anyone outside of London wants it. No, I don't see the benefit. I'd probably just spend that money on improving existing rail lines or opening the ones that have been closed. What about an eight a high speed between you know Manchester and Leeds first? Yeah, and then you know Leeds Sheffield. Well, probably Liverpool to Leeds up to Newcastle. Blackburn and anywhere. (laughs) No, they're going to start building it at London. It's just going to suck more down there. That's usual. All All the jobs will be located down there. Exactly. Expected to to travel. Yeah, try and level the the balance a bit. If you build mm. them, they will come and work. <laughs> they will Cummings. <laughs> but the other thing as well, apparently, when you're talking about this extra spending, if you read about, have you ever read any of Dominic Cummings' his blog posts? Not read his blog. I've seen some interviews, some uh, presentations he's given, but not his I think I've read some of them. Um, they're a bit <laughs> weird. Um, I read something about when he went to go to some kind of Google conference or something as well. But anyway, he's, um, I think what they might spend more on is education, basically, because it's a safe bet for both them <coughs> and also sort of retaining seats and things like that in the North. So if they give money to schools, because there's been a lot of talk about um, teachers getting a pay rise to like right. starting on like 30 odd grand to be a teacher and stuff. Well, the the profession is... Is uh, leaking mm. teachers left, right, and centre. People are bailing out of it because of the the stress and the pressure and the uh, lack of acknowledgement of what you're doing. And mm. that all comes from the the constant like prodding from government and changes and and getting the kids to hit targets, getting the mm. teachers to hit targets, mm. frameworks, curriculum changes. It's fucking nonsense. Plans. Absolute. Crazy bullshit. Just let let him, let him teach. Teachers are good teachers. Usually, I'm with let you. Them, let them teach. That's the libertarian point of view. No, so try and keep the state out of it and let the the good people do the job. Do you not think they're they not better than you? Should be a, a, a like a, a basic. There should be a curriculum. No, should be no curriculum. No, it's up to the school what they teach, and, and then, then you, you pick decide, a school. You decide what school you want to go to. Right, okay, I would say. Do that. Oh, what about religious schools? Mm, about religious schools. Well, they might teach. If they just taught the, the Bible and that was things. it. <laughs> um, it's an interesting question whether religious schools should get state funding. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. We went to one. And you get <laughs> extra, they get extra stuff from the church, don't they? I think. Mm, tithes. <laughs> I think the same principle has to apply. Let them let them do what they want, and it's the customer's choice. Or the market decides. Yeah. Do you not think that that could be a way to... It's like a postcode lottery, isn't it? Well, not that, but I suppose it also could create more divides culturally in society. Less less mixing of cultures. Yes. I suppose you get that anyway, don't you, really? Yeah. Yeah. Depends on how things like immigration are managed. Mm. What if you? We've had twenty years of mass immigration, uncontrolled immigration. 
it's hard to plan like uh what's it the borg do assimilate assimilation <laughs> assimilation when you can't control the numbers isn't it mm. what if all the schools around you are not not teaching what you want your child to learn if it was up to the school would you not even say that they had to teach you reading writing and arithmetic three r's yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe you could have that as a baseline yeah Science. I think I would, you know, say you could probably teach anything and you just, you just have to do English, maths and science. Do you not think that these schools that you don't like would be so niche that they wouldn't be able to have enough kids anyway? And that the majority that. of the kids' schools would be like the schools we have now anyway? Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah, I think it balance To meet the demand demand of the parents. Mm. Yeah. I don't, think that, I don't think it would change that much. I think most schools would offer English, maths, <laughs> science... Some schools might have a specialty in science. Some mm. might in fucking PE. <laughs> I don't know, like some academy, like a mm. you know. Well, we've trained the last uh, four Olympic gymnasts, gold medalists. So mm. you know, this is the place to go if you if you want to do um, gymnastics. What if you just got rid of all all testing and and um, like national league tables and shit like that? So all all league tables for checking out which is the best school is gone because that's fairly academic anyway if you'll pardon the expression because um you know all the, your best skills might be in kent or fucking somewhere and you're not gonna, they don't apply to you because you're not going to go there so you, you're limited in where you are in the league table anyway for your for sending your child to so it doesn't really fucking matter mm. um get rid of all that ofsted inspections c- could probably do with staying just to check everything's above board mm-hmm. um and then get get rid of all testing for kids. So like cats, sat. My daughter's doing doing exams this year. Yeah, fucking crazy. Get rid of all that. Even get get rid of GCSEs. See, this is the get rid of A levels. Do your studies. <coughs> do your studies. <coughs> create your you know your dissertations, your projects, whatever, and then go to an interview, <laughs> like in the real world. Oh. I had to go for an interview for uni anyway. A Viva. Interview. Viva. I don't know. I can see some Viva value. Voce. Viva Voce. The purpose of the GCSE oral is, exam, is standard, oh. standardization. So you have a rough idea of where people are on a scale. Yeah, so you've got targets to hit, and then you can go, in, go into your specific course that you want to do. If you get three A's and a B or nine... Well, C's or whatever. even before that, if, you, if you've got a CV in front of you and someone's got two GCSE grade B in English and someone's got grade D, then you can make a value judgment between those two candidates. Well, you, you? you would grade the work and the product. Well, I suppose what I'm saying is it's it's all coursework, no exams. So you, you create a body of work to show at the end of your your Like a dissertation. Education. Like a dissertation yeah, like for dissertation, school. Yeah. A thesis. Yeah. A record of achievement. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It's different, isn't it? We've we've taken a bit of a fucking... (laughs) A a, a flipping detour from Javid. Yeah. We had one more clip to do. Well, then, go back to it, then. I very much hope that the new Chancellor will be given the space to do his job without fear or (laughs) favour. And I... No... Unlikely. Yeah. Well, that's always famously has been sort of a discord, hasn't it, between number 10 and number 
11. Brown and Blair. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the last one with the, the grey hair got fired by Bojo? Because he didn't... Philip Hammond. Yeah, Hammond. He was always... Tossing his organ about. <laughs> yeah. He was always sort of not wanting to spend, or I can't remember which way around it was. Um, what a oh, bit of an anomaly then, Cameron and Osborne, because they seem to be They're very the, poly. They were Cosborne. best buddies, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. Best buddies, buddies forever. BFFFs. The new Chancellor is... Um, Unknown. Rishi Sunak. Unknown. And um, he got in trouble <laughs> this Immediately. Week. Yes, because... The teabagging. The corona again, wasn't it? No. Oh, the Yorkshire tea. Yorkshire tea were in hot water. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Rishi Sunak, the new Chancellor, um, tweeted a photo of himself brewing up. Brewing up for the lads with a big, like, army surplus size bag of Yorkshire tea. Is he from uh, Yorkshire? <laughs> How many lads is he? <laughs> I don't know. He's got hundreds of staff and he picked them all himself, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Yorkshire Tea tweeted, So it's been a rough weekend. On Friday, the Chancellor shared a photo of our tea. Politicians do that sometimes. Jeremy Corbyn did it in 2017. We weren't asked or involved and we said so the same day. Lots of people got angry with us all the same. Uh, that's Yorkshire tea fucked. <laughs> There's one tweet. Uh, your brand is fucked. Why are you promoting this fool? No longer buying your products. They don't even know who he is yet. <laughs> well, that's how it looks. So goodbye from me to Yorkshire tea. Fucking hell. People love to hate, don't they? Well, that's the kiss of death for fucking <laughs> Yorkshire tea. Oh, God. Yeah, he got hammered. For, uh, Yorkshire tea got hammered for it because he took a photo with him. What the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> I don't know, it's weird, isn't it? If you're listening to this and you're of that ilk where you would toss a tweet out dissing Yorkshire tea because a politician you never heard of and know nothing about drinks it. Has he, is he from Get Yorkshire or something? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. Is he? Right, okay, that's why, that's why he's done it. I don't know if it's like, I was just trying to figure out some kind of ill-advised reach out to Yorkshire tea and that they would retweet it for him. Free tea bags yeah. for life. I think if you can, if you're a conservative, if you um, if a product is sent to endorse you, mm. you're gonna that product's gonna get that brand's gonna get hammered on Twitter, isn't it? Yeah, but vice versa. Was it happening the same way? Well, they make the point, Yorkshire yeah. Tea, that, that Corbyn, Corbyn did it in seventeen, and there wasn't this reaction. Uh, so there was a reaction. There was. I'm sure because when, when I've read about it, it said they, they got bashed from the other side. Basically. Oh, we'll have to fact check that for next week. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That's not how I read the tweet. Oh, Yorkshire right. Tea's tweet, but right, okay. maybe. I thought. Well, I thought they were saying they were, they were maybe, saying that Jeremy Corbyn did an unsolicited right. advert. Maybe the hate was an, uh, several orders of magnitude yeah, greater. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Why, do, why do people love to love to hate so much? I love to hate you. I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. It's bad. I mean, it's just weird. I find it weird. Okay. You spend the time getting get angry energy. on the internet. Is it something that's new because of social media? Because it's easy to be anonymous. I think Maybe, pe- yeah. it's just basically got you, it's all the thoughts you have racing around your head that you would never I say don't to have someone. Those fucking thoughts. You just don't want to. Well, sometimes you might have a thought of you know that you hate something or something someone's pissed you off, but you don't tell them. I'm not sure if I hate. Anyone, Anything. I'm saying. Maybe I'm weird. Well, I'll always hear someone out. Or situations. I'm sure there's some situations I wouldn't want to be in. 
Mm-hmm. Having your throat cut on your own driveway. <laughs> by, by someone in scrubs. Shouting white noise. <laughs> oh, I'd forgotten about that. And now I've remembered it. <laughs> We're all going to have that dream <laughs> I was going to say as well, I forgot Welcome. to say that I'd had some freaky dreams this week. But I can't remember any of them. I can remember having some like anxiety dreams, I would call them. Like feeling anxious in them. Right, but you can't remember the. the I did it at the time. Thought, oh, I thought I'd try and remember that, and then over the course of the week, I've forgotten. So I need to make some notes, really. But you know, I don't want to turn my phone on and start writing stuff down. Yeah, you don't want that poisonous blue light at three thirty-three in the morning. They got a blue light filter. Started turning mine off. I've realised that the alarm still goes off in yeah, the morning does. if you turn it off. So turn your phone off. Boom. Yeah, at night. What time do you turn your phone off? Oh, when I get to bed, so eight. <laughs> for the first sleep yeah biphasic <laughs> why do you think you would pick your phone up otherwise no while, while you no. were asleep I, I, I suppose saved I, battery save battery yeah mine doesn't do a full day anyway on, on a battery charge does it no. no very rarely it's old now isn't it I take no it's no it's uh, two years old what is it S8 so it's old now that's well old I've got an S10 Exactly. I'm not having any more upgrades. £22 a month I'm saving. That's right. It does everything. Yeah. It's the battery it though, isn't it? But I make a lot of phone calls, you see. Mm. I actually use it as a phone. What? Yeah, believe it or not. So. You don't use it to spit bilious hate at <laughs> tea companies. I did have a dabble at trolling. Yeah, we told you to ago. stop, didn't we? I did it for maybe two nights. <laughs> yeah, what was it? <laughs> Sort of kind of enjoyed it and then real thought, why am I enjoying this? Why am I spending my time on this? Mm-hmm. And Weird. snapped out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm not I'm not um, alien to the allure. I wish someone would troll <laughs> us. <laughs> hey? I wish someone would troll us. <laughs> you can spam, spam Ben. Spam us. Ben at gmail.com. Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, send me your hate. <laughs> Let it flow through you. <laughs> I, uh... Do you want to move on? Yeah, I've why not? We've got something else. I found a rich new vein for clips. Oh, clips. A rich new vein to tap. What is it? Celebrity Mastermind. Oh. Dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Do you want to play along? Well, I, I watched one. It's not got Steph, this has not got Steph Horton of you. It's this week. All right, well, no, it's not then. I watched one with Steph Horton on. Seems like a really nice person. England footballer. But she was awful. And she got like four or something. In a specialist subject. Yeah. Oof. Anyway. Ouchie. Oh, I was well, embarrassed. I was kind of cringing. Going, oh. Two of the contestants this week got five total score. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Oh, dear. Are they from like um, uh, reality TV? Would you like to find out? I'd love to find out, Phil. Step up to the chair. Welsh rugby legend. Gareth Edwards. Oh, God. Raisins and sultanas are both dried forms of what fruit? Grape. Melon. <laughs> grape. Correct answer, Matthew. It is grape. Raisins and sultanas are both dried forms of what fruit? Carrots. 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 Grape. Carrots. Grape. Carrots. Grape. Oh, wow. Savage. Yeah. Currents. Grape. 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 He gets an arm. He gets an arm roll in there. Currents. 
Carrant. Grape. That's what you're supposed to say. Nice. It's like supposed to say R. That's the donkey's years of radio, that, isn't it? Today programme. Yeah. Carrant. Grape. Retired from it now, isn't he? Yeah. Don't do it anymore. He's old as shit. Didn't he have to take a massive pay cut as well? Yeah. Well, he grumbled about it, didn't he, off... Oh, fucking quite right. Uh, you're gonna, give her, you're gonna give her half of your bloody wage as well. Would you, uh, will you take a pay cut or a sex change? <laughs> <laughs> They're getting sued left, right, and centre. The BBC. Yeah, that's. Mm. Is it Samia? There's loads, loads of them. She's got like. She applied, said that she'd missed out on seven hundred thousand, so I reckon she's had that and a little bit more. They've already given set a six-figure payouts. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Gareth Edwards, question number two. Gareth. Great. <laughs> Steve, Helsinki is the capital city of which European country? Finland. Finland. Steve, Helsinki is the capital city of which European country? Germany. Finland. Now, you've got to remember, there's a bit of pressure when you're sat in the chair, so I don't think we should be too mean to him. Do you when the Helsinki wall came down? <laughs> <laughs> I read a really interesting article about Helsinki in Finland in that they've, because of the threat of nuclear war from Russia, they've built, like, huge bunkers underneath the cities. I don't know if it's just under Helsinki or one major city, I can't remember. And it's it can house the entire population. Don't the they use them as um, seed vaults now? No. That, that's up in the Arctic. So, yeah, that's, well, they're going to have to move that, apparently, aren't they? Cause they're, but anyway. Not a room. Too many seeds. Um, but yeah, and it's got like, but you use it for like um, sports. Currently, so it's got like sports courts. Yeah, it's a bit redundant now, isn't it? So, no, and it, it can still be used as a bunker. As yeah, a but I mean, why would they? Why would they nuke Finland? They have intercontinental missiles now, don't yeah, they? Yeah, no, but uh, I don't coronavirus. Know why. Yeah, coronavirus. <laughs> but so you can, yeah, so you could all survive. <coughs> place to go is Finland. Finland, right? Asylum in the uh, bit cold apocalypse. Okay, cool. Start working now. Plenty of water though. Mm, Lots of lakes and moonshine at the moment. Glacial melt water. Or just snow and shit. Delicious. Mm. Yeah, it'd be cold. Mm. Won't need ice in that. Cold and fresh. Everything's fresh. Fresh. What, what, fresh? Gareth Edwards, question three. In October 2017, the comedian Simon Brodkin interrupted the Conservative Party conference by handing a P45 to a politician who was giving a speech. What was her name? Mary. Theresa May. Theresa May. I I couldn't remember her name, though, then. I was thinking, oh, no, what's her name? What's her name? (laughs) The the grey woman, the dancer. (laughs) That's my my favourite. Strong and stable. (laughs) No, the, the dancing at party conference. What was the song? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> She's electric. <laughs> it was something terrible, wasn't it? I don't know. Was it, was it don't, Shaka Khan or something? <laughs> Ain't nobody. What song was it? I don't know. Don't know. Oh, don't know. We'll, we'll fact check. It was Abba. It was Abba. Dancing Dance Queen. Queen. <laughs> dancing Queen. Uh, uh, <laughs> and she adopted the, the power stance as well afterwards uh, off Osborne and uh, yeah she does doesn't she yeah the crooked leg oh, slightly open to yeah it's the A-frame the isn't apex it? the A-frame showing that you're an apex predator a political predator of the really? apex variant apparently oh, as well um, holding that posture can make you feel more relaxed 
don't look it. No, seriously. And it really, it's been sort of proven in... Well, they do kind of look like they've shat the pants. <laughs> yeah. Different kind of relaxed. Yeah. Ooh, bowlers. Gareth Edwards, number four. Last one from our Gareth. Which of the four basic operations in arithmetic is conventionally symbolised by either a line with dots above and below or by a forward slash placed between two numbers? Division. Divide. Which of the four basic operations in arithmetic is conventionally symbolised by either a line with dots above and below or by a forward slash placed between two numbers? I can't get Mary out of my head. <laughs> um, well, I can tell you Mary is not the answer to that. Shall I tell you what it is? Yeah. yeah. All right, division. And that's your time up. Oh, it's um, embarrassing. Ed, Ed, Ed's gone after Mary. Yeah, Ed's gone. Ed's gone <laughs> oh, after the first Mary question. What did he get? Uh, in total, five, five after the two rounds. Ooh. Oh, Christ. Not a good advert for getting kids into rugby. No. Lots of head trauma. Yeah. Mm. Um. I think I could do better than five on Mastermind. I think no, when I, I think watch I it, I could probably get six. What would your specialist subject be? I'd have to do something. I'd have to like, I'd maybe say the film Beetlejuice and then just watch it and oh, learn the credits. I think I'd do, I'd do a film. I'd do Withnail and I. But they'd ask me about all kind of like the freaking sound guys. The moor, the moor that they filmed on. <laughs> what was the moor? It was up in Penrith, wasn't it? Something like that. Late district. I've come on holiday by mistake. Are you the farmer? <laughs> <laughs> I watched the, uh, his uh, uh, With Nail performance called um, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Where he got nominated for his Oscar, Hugh... Called, it called Hugh no. Richard. Richard Grant. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> Not Hugh Grant. Hugh Janus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so... And it was basically With Nail. Mm. What does the... Star of uh, With Nail and I, Richard E. Grant, what does the E stand for? Endeavour. E- Eternal. Uh, I don't know. Extraordinary. I don't know. I don't know. I was asking you because it's your specialist subject. Edward. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That check. Another I is uh, the character I, I think he's called Marwood. But it's never referenced. Yeah, that's a proper. Student film, that isn't it? Yeah, oh my once. god, I've seen it. I think I saw it twice a month for Did you really? many years. I remember, I watched it a few times in that kind of period <sighs> of my life. Uh, if I was going to pick a film, I'd have to watch it over and over again. I would pick, or oh, I'm going to pick Oscar. Oscar? Starring Sylvester Stallone. Fucking hell. Oscar? What the fuck is that? <laughs> no one would be able to come with any questions. It's a fucking weird film. <laughs> it's like a it's like a caper whodunit film. Right. Set in like Prohibition times, roughly. Oh, I think it's ringing a bell. It's, really, it's a Aww. strange film. When did, is it like from the 80s or something? I'm going to say 91. Really? 92. Oh, is that Bugsy Malone? <laughs> Pre-Demolition Man. Is that when he's going into his... Stop or my mom will shoot phase. Before, I will say. I'll say it's before. When sort of action heroes. It's a comedy. Caper. It is not a comedy. It is not a comedy. Mm. Um, should we move on to contestant two? Who was contestant two? I've never heard this guy. Young Philly. Nope. Young Philly? Yeah. Is he like a YouTuber? I've no idea. Oh, might be Y-U-N-G. Y-U-N-G. Young Philly. Y-U-N-G. Not J-U-N-G. It's no, not a why? philosopher. <laughs> it's not Carl Young Philly. Young Philly. Question number one. Napoli is the Italian Napoli. name for which city? It's about 120 miles Naples. southeast of Rome. 
nipples. Repeat the question, please. Napoli is the Italian name for which city, but 120 miles southeast of Rome? Naples. 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 What did he say? Don't know. Milan. 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 All right. Milan. He sounds like he might be in one of the London shows. The posh London shows he does, that the he? people like to watch. Right. Young Philly. Oh, that's weird. Isn't it? Sounds more like a rapper. Does he mm. got face tattoos? Not that I could tell. Okay. <coughs> Question two. The Class of 92 is a 2013 documentary film about the rise to fame of six footballers who all play for an English Man Premier United. League football yeah, club. United. Which club? Gold football Factory? Manchester United. The six- football Factory. Football Factory? Mm. Oh, he's just panicking now. He's just pan- <laughs> he's blind by the panic. Just pure panic. Oh, His neurons are firing, amygdala's pumping out, <laughs> adrenaline. He's got a, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. a, a worryingly enlarged amygdala. Mm. He's afraid of Humphreys. Yes. It's fight, flight. Every, everything's <laughs> a freeze. It's just frozen. Yeah. He's scheming uh, around Football working. factory. He's accessing the football uh, schema and he's picking out the wrong thing. Yeah. What if, do you think we, we would bottle it? Yeah. Under the pressure? Yeah, definitely. I, I, think, I think I might go on catchphrase. <laughs> I think yeah, I'll be a bit more. <laughs> easy, <laughs> easy, style, easy way in. Then maybe catchphrase, then the chase, then you're ready for mass. 15 to 1. Do you not fancy having a go on, on one of them? <laughs> what? We'll, we'll have a go. We'll can, do the chase. Can we go on edit? Egghead. Eggheads, yeah, eggheads. <laughs> do you need a force? We'll just take a cardboard cut out. Oh, eggheads is really difficult. No, I wouldn't do eggheads. <laughs> I wouldn't do the chase either, to be fair. Why? Scary. Yeah. Get the beast of uh, the beast, beast from the east. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or uh, the matron, is it? Ooh. <laughs> oh, matron. <laughs> Young Philly, question three. What's the common nickname for an area of Santa Clara County in California noted as a hub of the electronics and computing industries? Silicon Valley. The name of a chemical element. <laughs> Silicon Valley. Athens. What did he say? What's the common nickname for an area of Santa Clara County in California (laughs) noted as a hub of the electronics and computing industries? It comes from the name of a chemical element. Atoms. Silicon (laughs) Valley. Atoms. It's all just atoms. (laughs) What fucking scheme? What scheme is he accessing there? Jeez. Science, science. Yeah. He's not got down to the chemistry. We're all just tubes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not come down. He's not got down to the uh, what do you call the table periodic table schema yet. Okay. Question four, young Philly. I feel sorry. He's got five questions oh. that were epic. Oh. In Arthurian legend, what's the name of Arthur's wife who had an affair with Sir oh. Lancelot after her husband's death? Gwen- she became a nun. Gwyneth. Gwen- I was going to say Gwendolyn. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Gwen? Yeah. Uh, Gwen. Dylan. Dylan. Guinevere. 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 In Arthurian legend, what's the name of Arthur's wife who had an affair with Sir Lancelot? After her husband's death, she became a nun. Crystal. Guinevere. <laughs> <laughs> she's just, she's just gone into our space, hasn't she? Crystal? Fucking hell. <laughs> Crystal. Phil's doing well. Phil's got two, two, two correct yeah. answers. Yeah. Not Crystal. I don't know where he got Crystal from. I think he met her in the club last night. Maybe. <laughs> what was the uh, Lady of the Lake called? Crystal. The Lady of the Lake. Crystal Tips. 
No name. She not have a name? No. <gasps> Crystal Lady. I've got the Mote d'Arthur up there. Have you? Somewhere. I'm not going to have a look. It's one of the famous Grail romances. Grail. Yeah, I'm fucking blanking on the author's name now. But there was a few famous ones. Perceval was a famous one by Wolf Ra- uh, Wolfram von Eschenbach. <laughs> wow. Perceval, one of the, the famous, famous Grail romances. But do you know what oh, were the knights of the there? round table? There were, were there 12? Ooh, it depends. Because they're all different, you see. It's like oh. the, the Holy Grail's different in a lot of the Grail romances. Sometimes were there only 12 after, after the Jesus times? Can you name times? any? Name some Lance knights. Lot, Percival. Dave. <laughs> Gawain. Nigel. Gawain. Sir Gawain. Bron. <laughs> Bron, Bron of the, the Blackwater. Blackwater. <laughs> <laughs> jinx. Double jinx. Oh, it's, it's on a different bank. I'm not no, going to go all the way across now. <laughs> Give me ten gunmen and some climbing spikes. I'll impregnate the bitch. <laughs> Swearing again. Yeah. Bitch. Spikes. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Yeah. Um... Yeah, okay. I don't know how we got into grail mo- romances. Oh, it was, qu- it was uh, young <laughs> fella, question four. Uh, question five. Guinevere in... Ju- oh, we've had that one. <laughs> I think that's the last of young Philly's questions. Guinevere, in geometry, how many sides does a pentagon have? Five. Five. That's pretty easy, I thought. Yeah. yeah. Low balls, isn't it, for celebrity mastermind? <laughs> <laughs> Guinevere, in geometry, how many sides does a pentagon have? Oh, wait, repeat that one. In geometry, how oh, many sides no. does a pentagon have? Eight. Now, uh, five. Oh, no! Any other one passed on? How do you get through life without knowing how many sides a pentagon has? I think it's the pressure. I think it's the pressure. It's just melted his brain. He's thinking, oh, no, I've made a fool of myself. It's being recorded. There's people watching me. We're finally going to see this. I'm quite clever. On a, a semi-popular podcast. Yeah, really popular <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Definitely, I think. With literally thousands of downloads. Yeah. Thousands. Literally. Thousands. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be. The pressure plays a part, but yeah. uh, I don't Panic. know. I don't know how many you get. Uh, the contestant. Who's this then? Uh, oh, what's it's Serena Guthrie. Serena Guthrie. I think she's a basketball player. Mm, um, Unknown. Only, <laughs> only one major slip up. Savoy bratwurst and merguez are types Sausage. of what meat? Savoy bratwurst and merguez are types of what meat product? Steak. Sausage. <laughs> oh, I thought he was going to say cock. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, well. That, that it? That was it. All oh, right. The okay. fourth contestant. Was Adrian Edmondson? Oh, excellent! I bet he did well. Yeah, he got like he won it by yeah, a ten point margin, a crushing defeat. Yeah, mm. he got some that I wouldn't have got. Right, aid, aid. What year was Bottom? <laughs> Ninety-one. Rick Mail famously. There you go. Would that be a specialist subject? What Bottom? Mm. You could do like an episode, couldn't you? Of Lucius Maximus. That make the- <laughs> That'd be like sh- shortened down. Do you not think there are some uh, regulations in place for what you, <coughs> your specialist subject I can be? I bet it is, yeah. <coughs> like things that are in my wardrobe. That's a <laughs> your specialist subject. Fleshlight. <laughs> me and my uh, wife, like a meeting called Russell Kane, he's been on it. I don't know if he won it. 
He's quite clever. He's funny, yeah. And he, he did, I think he did a Life and Times of e- Evelyn War. He loves, oh. he loves her, yeah. She's an author, isn't she? Yeah. Isn't it a dude? Might be. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a dude, yeah. It's a dude. Is Evelyn a, <laughs> I don't know. a name that applies to, like, Vivian? Mm. I don't know. I think so. Not sure about that. Is it <laughs> it's totally Emlyn, definitely. <laughs> Emlyn. Emlyn Hughes. Hughes. Yeah. yeah, it is a man. Emlyn yeah. War. Evelyn War is a man. Evelyn War is a man. Arthur Evelyn John Sinjin. Sinjin. Fucking Sinjin Aloysius. Have you ever seen Sinjin written down? How you say Sinjin? It just says St. John. But it's pronounced Sinjin. Anyway. I didn't I I learned that like a few years ago. Yeah, I learned it tonight. All right, okay. Yeah, so yeah, he was he was a writer. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Saint John. Bride's head revisited. Hmm. Is that about gays or something? Gay people. Oh, it's in Philadelphia. Is it? Vile bodies. I remember I've heard of that one. Black Mischief. Unknown. Don't know. These are Evelyn Wars. Books. Back catalogue. Yeah. Never uh, oh, read a lot of fiction. Yeah. Not very often. I got a lot of books for my birthday. I need to make time for books. A lot of weird books. Weird books. Right, well. Um, they're on the left-hand side down there. There's one about practical magic. <laughs> the film. Phil. By uh, Levi Roots. Elias Elias Levi, I think it's by. All of those books? You're going to read all of those books? That left-hand pile is my birthday pile. Witchcraft and shit. It's my birthday pile of books. Have you read your Christmas pile of books yet? Uh, I think so. All of them. Hermetica as well. Jesus. Oh, the Hermetica, yeah. You heard of the Sea Princess? Priestess? Dion Fortune? Hermetica. Hermetica, yeah. Misty's Tremagistus. These all new, Phil. Yeah, they are. They're my birthday books. Well, off my family. Have you got the Omni Doxy? No. I don't know if it's available to buy. Sure, he's, I hope he's going to bring a copy in. You'll get a forklift, won't you? What's that one you've got? Theosophy. Oh, Theosophy. That's uh, Madame Blavatsky. H.P. Oh, Bl- Blavatsky. Yeah, f- famously one half of the Steiner brothers from WWF. <laughs> Theosophy was like a movement invented by this Russian woman called H.P. Blavatsky mm-hmm. in the, I'm going to say, late 19th century. I think but, you're right. uh, A lot of um, books that I'm reading keep referencing Theosophy. Madame Blavatsky, Blavatsky and Eliphas Levi. So I'm going to the primary sources. All right, okay. I mean, I read one. One of my Christmas books was a H.P. Blavatsky one that I read. Mm-hmm. Well, interesting track. stuff. I bet it's all stuff Comatan would like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's sort of weird. Uh, ask him next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at my books. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we want to me- move on to um, Kira Bell? Who's that? This is the um, Someone who's gone through a gender realignment oh. and then um, 
Change the mind. Reassignment. Realignment. <laughs> you, you found the article, Matt. What was the? Give us a brief background. <coughs> so this this girl now, she's gone back to being a girl, right? Yeah, I think she has. What was the the starting status? She was a girl, and then changed. So basically, when she was a teenager, um, so under the age of consent, I think, so under eighteen, under sixteen. Um, she said that she was living in, she felt she was living in the wrong body. So she went to a gender reassignment clinic and commenced taking puberty blockers. Um, and then subsequently, when about, I think she's about 23 now. Um, but when she was 20, um, she also had her breasts removed. Double mastectomy. Yeah. And then now she's suing the clinic saying that she should never have been able to give consent because she was a child for this kind of procedure. It's the Tavistock and Portman NHS Trust, yeah, which isn't uh, is is had a bit of controversy controversy Has surrounding it? it. Yeah, people leaving because of the practices and stuff. Staff leaving. Oh right, okay. It's, it's not, not comfortable with without, what doing. and it's the premier place in the country for gender reassignment stuff. I think they said it's the only it's uh, not the it's not the only it's not the it, I, I don't know if it might be the only place that maybe does the surgery and things but I know there's but one in Leeds that does psychosexual kind of stuff Is um, that, that like counselling type Yeah it's the counselling kind of interventions but you probably would get you probably see a psychiatrist and be, maybe be prescribed you know puberty blockers things like that if you were sort of saying it was affecting your mental health and saying you're at risk of suicide which is what this girl had said well it's common with people with gender dysphoria yeah they have a higher rate of suicide massively higher population and from research i've seen from the states gender reassignment surgery has no bearings on the suicide rate does it nope okay so it still feel bad (coughs) after After it but that's something to do with more is this thing of it's this sometimes in psychology called the feeling of otherness, which basically means that you don't you feel as though you don't fit into what a society's norms are in inverted yeah. commas basically. And it's like if you were really short. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> but I don't know what that feels like. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like even people from the LGBTQIA yeah, community, all oh, of those yeah, potentially considered as other, and they have a higher rate, or people from those kinds of different communities have a higher rate of self harm, suicide. suicide, mental health issues, yeah. homosexuals, <coughs> bisexuals, yeah, anything that's, that you wouldn't consider to be normal in really? Commerce, yeah. All these groups have a higher rate mm. of suicide, mm-hmm. yeah. Out. But it's something, it is, it's this kind of otherness thing can see why can't you if you if you feel like you don't belong mm. and that's what she was saying as well wasn't it that she, at the time she felt like she didn't belong but what's also really common in, in these cases and what she said is um not i don't know I've, probably not in every case but a, a difficult family setup basically so either you know a difficult relationship with mum or dad or parents you know them not being supportive of you being gay or she cited this she said that she admit in the interview. She, I'm pretty sure it says that she said that she did. She acknowledges that her, her her family upbringing wasn't the best or something. Right. I'm pretty sure she says that in it. 
Should we go through it? I've got several clips. I've not, I didn't listen to the video. I just read the article. Um, basically, she's done an interview with the BBC since she's come out with this legal action against the Tavistock. Mm. So the BBC mm. have interviewed her. It was quite... I'm, I hope it's right in saying it's her now. Yeah, it's her now. Yeah, yeah. Because she right. says she, she regrets it, doesn't she? She's living as a woman right. again now. Well, no, so living as a woman. Woman now, yeah. The first um, clip goes over what her actual treatment was. When I was 16, I, I started on puberty blockers and I was on that for a year um, and I continued with it for an extra year along with cross-sex hormones. Um, and then I was on cross-sex hormones for about four and a half years. Um, and uh, during that time that I was on cross-sex hormones, I underwent a double mastectomy procedure where I had my breast removed. And that was the, uh, the end of the process for me. And I, um, I came off of the hormones uh, just last year. Yeah. So that's how the treatment's been carried out. The next question was asking him sort of how tough it was going through the physical transition. Yeah. Uh, sorry. How tough is that process? Of, of change? It is, it is very difficult. I know initially I felt very relieved and very happy about things, but I think as, as the years go on, you start to feel less and less uh, enthusiastic or even happy about it. It just depends how you want to live, really. You can either choose to continue with that sort of, of life and, you know, continue to dig yourself deeper into this hole, or you can choose to kind of, um, you know, come out of that and, and have the weight lifted off of your shoulders and just live you know naturally and how you are as truly mm. interesting the language she's using what about being digging digging down into a hole and mm. well it is it's associated with you know um not being very happy isn't it in your own self well in that that the going into the process was making it worse all oh, right okay that's the impression i got with the language she used mm. she was digging it deeper into a hole I suppose. I suppose the other thing is, is it, is it called chasing the dragon? Something else. That. That's smoking crack, isn't it? Yeah, I know. But basically, <laughs> heroin. But the thing is, is the more you go after it, the more you you sort of think, well, this is not actually making me feel any better. But if I do a little bit more, maybe I'll get better. Well, the next clip expounds on that as she's going through the physical treatment. And as a teenager, how strongly did you feel that need to change physically? Um, I didn't feel um, too strongly about it until I looked into how the process went with every case and I kind of found out how that was through the internet. And, um, yeah, it wasn't until I kind of visited my GP and um, I, I started in the process that I kind of built up the urgency to change. I just felt like each step... Um, I consistently felt the need to um, to change more in order to feel better because, you know, each step, um, it, it didn't really make me feel better as, as I went along, looking back on it. Mm. Chasing the dragon does seem like a good... Uh, Analogy. Yeah. That's what I was kind of thinking. But basically, <clears throat> yeah, you just, you like what she says is, you know, you think, oh, I've taken this step. I don't feel better. Maybe if I just push it a little bit more, then it'll kind of make sense or whatever. Just click eventually, in, keep in, going down the road. In reality, it was just that she was unhappy, maybe. <laughs> what I found interesting about that clip is that 
She said she didn't really feel the urgency to go down the physical route until she'd spoken with her GP and mm. started getting professional help. Almost as if she was maybe pushed from the by the Tavistock that way. But the GP would, wouldn't. The GP would just refer her. Yeah. To the gender reassignment, as well the psychosexual counselling. And it's massively oversubscribed as well. This Tavistock thing. The all. Place. All kind of psychosexual stuff. You've got massive waiting lists, like two years to be yeah. seen. Yeah. And when you read into it, and then she said, Is that by design? Because. No, she's got a waiting list. When you get in, the process to starting treatment is a year. Right. Apparently. She talks about having three one hour appointments before giving beauty blockers. Now, isn't part of this, though, because we want to make sure people are committed? Yeah. You know, that's why there's a year wait. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so no, you're not just doing it on a whim sort of thing. Well, no, that's it. Yeah, so I assume those three one-hour appointments would have been like one in January, one in July, one in December or something, you know, mm. maybe. Um, but in between that, I would have thought she would have been offered psychosexual counselling to make sure that it was something that she wanted to do. You would have thought that that route would be more... like. It's it's very severe, like kind of it's essentially mutilation. You are mutilating your body to you, what you, you might think feel it better. Should look like. Yeah, exactly. But this is the well, isn't that yeah. where the problem is? And sh- pro- I say problem where the where the issue begins up here, isn't it? Wouldn't it be better to change what you think up here? And I guess that's why where the psychosexual stuff. That's comes where in. that comes in. But also- something has to change because there's an imbalance between up here and down here. Really, uh, at a very basic level, mm. and it's much less harmful, I guess, to change up here. Yeah, but the problem is, is if you are living in the wrong body, and if you get somebody in like that, who's she actually, I think she can, she also admits as well, she's not, she probably wouldn't have taken advice on board when she was younger in her teenage years. It's a following clip, that he says, like, you know. I'm, I'm having suicidal thoughts. If I don't, if you don't let me do this, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to hurt myself. I'm going to self harm. Right. And then if someone's saying all of that, and you leave it, and they do something, then yes. But also as well, if you leave it and somebody goes through puberty, when you could have stopped that, and they could have been in the right body for them, <coughs> and felt better. It's weighing up all of that, isn't it? It's, it's so difficult it's to do. Such a difficult situation to, uh, I imagine, to be in yourself or to then have to deal with if Pick you're apart, you know, with someone you know yeah. or someone you're treating or, or anything. Well, it's someone you don't know if you're treating them. Yeah. Just walking in off the street, yeah. you don't know them from Adam. The other Trying thing, to make that judgment. Yeah, the other thing that sort of comes into it is like, if you heard of the Gillick-Fraser competency framework? No. <laughs> so I think sometimes it's called Fraser. But basically in the 80s, this is where it comes from. I read about it because I thought we were going to talk about this. <laughs> um, but it's, some case was taken and it was went all the way to House of Lords. And what it was, was essentially this woman was appealing her daughter's right to speak to the GP without her consent about taking contraceptive pills or something. And I think eventually they set out some guidelines as, you know, whether she could understand what she was doing, all this kind of thing. And if they, if it was yes to all of those, then she was, the, if they're underage, they're deemed as competent, then you could prescribe. So the same thing I would have thought, or a variant of that, would have been applied to this 
girl at that time. Well, you but hope this information's would. available to anyone, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So if you were, even if you weren't convinced, mm. really, but you wanted to go through with it just because you're a rebellious teenager or whatever, you wanted to push it further than you were comfortable with, you could find this information and play the system. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not we're... saying that's what's happened. But... No, but the potential is there. Yeah. That's why we have to be careful with children. Absolutely. And data availability, really. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the next clip um, goes on to sort of, she's starting to sort of criticise the fact that she was a child and why wasn't she sort of challenged? Mm. Can find it. I would have liked to have, uh, you know, some sort of intensive therapy, really. I think that I should have been challenged on the the proposals or the, you know, the claims that I was making for myself, um, and I think that would have made a big difference as well. What we've already said, isn't it? Mm. So she's saying that she didn't get counselling. Or at least she wasn't pushed in that direction. Just pushed. It was straight to the top, chop shop. Well, there's, isn't there charities, what's that, uh, Mermaids, Schultz. <laughs> the, you know, the Mermaids charity, mm-hmm. they are pushing for that kind was of less of this and more um, more kind of help for people who want to change quickly without, they're, they're fight, fighting is probably the wrong word, but as far as I'm aware, their position is against a long period of Waiting. assessment right. prior to the, the reassignment. I, I'm worried that we're sitting on a time bomb with this shit and that in 10, 20 years' time, it's going to come back to bite us. So who's going to suffer most? Friends Reunited and the <laughs> genealogy <laughs> companies. Ancestry.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On a serious note, though, you, you, I think you're right. There's got to be very careful, especially with kids. Mm. If you're an adult, then that's fine. Do whatever you want with your own body. Absolutely. You might have to pay for it. Yeah, but you know, when with kids, you've, there's got to be certain amounts of safeguarding, hasn't it? I agree with you. I man. don't know whether it's up to snuff, but this is the other thing as well. You potentially you are safeguarding somebody by giving them those puberty blockers and that. That's what I'm saying. I think, I think that given time, it, mm. it, that will be proven not to be the case. There's a risk that that will be proven not to be the case, and it will bite us in the ass. I believe that like sort of applications to these kinds of places have like gone up hundreds of percent over like the last ten years. Yeah, and why is that? Because it's all over the TV and the news. Mm. I'm worried that it's a trend mm. rather than. What know. was it? What was um? What was it like in the past then? Because transvesticism is that the word? Yes, that's been around for donkey's years. Yeah, yep. gender reassignment in a in a surgical sense. Well, we had technical technological limitations, didn't we? Mm-hmm. I mean, Christ, we've had eunuchs forever. <laughs> But well, yeah, sort yeah. of thing that wasn't voluntary. Yeah, that wasn't that. <laughs> what was the castratos as well? Castratos, yeah. I think yeah. That, was that voluntary? I don't know. I when they castrated because of to when keep they the voice, voice to, to keep, keep the, the voice, voice. Yeah, you know, there's a conspiracy theory that MJ Michael Jackson was a castrato. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, heard that. Anyway, should we go on to the next um, the next clip from Kira? Mm-hmm. Clip number five. There will be young people who say. Going to the clinic literally saves their lives because it is essential someone listens to them and believes their need to change. What would you say to that? 
Uh, well, I did say the same thing, you know, years ago when I went to the clinic. Um, it felt like, you know, it was saving me from, you know, suicidal ideation and, and just depression in general. And, you know, at the time I felt like it relieved all of those mental health conditions that I was, you know, struggling alongside, you know, gender dysphoria. It's something you need to kind of work through, but it's, it's not something that should be rushed into. I don't think anyone says suicidal ideation unless they've done some research on in the, well, in the area. I th- you think if you go and see a therapist, they'll call it that. Mm. Yeah, so that's been picked up. He's been, she, she's been through the system. Yeah. That's where she's picked the lingo up from, yeah. I think. She, she will have had a lot of therapy. I think yeah. the takeaway from that clip is that kids don't always know what's best for them. Mm. No. But this is then the thing, isn't it, of when do you put like a, a ruling saying, you know, you have to be 18 to have it done? Or 25. The problem is, is that by then, the puberty blockers won't have any effect. Exactly, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So it's a, it's a difficult thing to... But then I suppose if you're saying that the research is pointing towards it doesn't influence suicide rates... That's what I've seen from the States. I could be wrong, but that's what I've heard, I'm hearing. But yeah, the research probably isn't there. It's probably like a bit like the Wild West because that psychologist who works there says that she welcomes it and I bet to a certain extent, they probably want... It works at the Tavistock. The psychologist. Yeah, a bit of a conflict of interest though, isn't it? She says that she welcomes the, the investigation. Oh, right. Saying, mm. and I bet you, because it is like kind of... They probably don't have any guides as to what they're supposed to be doing. Because it's so new. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no kind of... And probably, you know, if, it, if the government decides... and. A, well, I suppose more like um, judges, I guess, isn't it? In this kind of case law, it produces some kind of legislation or whatever, however it works. That guys, the decisions that, right, well, you've got to assess people in this kind of criteria or they have to be this age before you can consider them to do this, that and the other, then that's probably makes it a bit more... How do you think um, other countries deal with it? Like other European countries or America? So oh, do they even t- deal with it? I don't know. I, I would presume so. I presume they've had the same spike in the amount of referrals and issues over the last ten years. So mm-hmm. I presume, you know, I was just wondering if it, if you'd heard like what the the Dutch do about it. Or I think I've heard of one like <coughs> France. I don't know. Yeah, and people going to France for surgery and stuff because they won't do it here. Well, not necessarily they won't do it, but it's, it's sometimes it's better. Or so I think in extreme cases they've been referred there, right, from the NHS. To get treatment, it's just so final that last stage. There's no. Well, I would argue the puberty blockers is final. Once once you're on them, that's changing the course of your life forever. Mm. Mm. And you know, fourteen year olds, I don't think I don't think they can make that decision. No, I think we have to draw a line somewhere. As adults, I think we have to draw a line somewhere. And fourteen to me is is too young. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's just the way I feel at the moment. It's difficult. It is difficult because I think it's a it's a it's a small, unfortunately small per- percentage of people that go through those clinics that will regret it. Do you think? Mm-hmm. See, that's why I'm worried about that. That might change in the years to come. Maybe that's what I'm. But that's what I'm concerned about because, like you said, it's so final. There's no going mm-hmm. back. That's the worry. Mm. Anyway, um, clip six. She's asked um, if she could give herself advice. A 16-year-old self-advice. Classic BBC question. 
What would you tell your 16-year-old self now? Um, that's a hard question. Um, because, I mean, I feel like I could say anything to my 16-year-old self, but, um, you know, I might not necessarily listen at that time. And that's kind of the point of this case is that, you know, when you are that young, you don't, you don't really want to listen to anyone and um, a lot of things won't get through. So um, it's, um, I think it's up to these, you know, institutions like the Tavistock to step in and make children reconsider what they're saying. Um, because it is, you know, a life-altering path that you're going down, and um, it's it's not guaranteed to work. Yeah, a bit of noise in the background there. A little. <laughs> the other thing as well is it, it comes back to that. If they had said that to her, and then she would have said at that time, "I'm going to go and fucking away. I'm going to go and kill myself. It's all going to be your fault." Da, 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 da. Mm. You know, uh, it's like a. That's why the law has to come in. The yeah. law you can't reason, in. yeah, just take the option away. You can't reason with these these kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Mm. I don't know. Uh, two more clips. Clip seven is where she sort of explains her anger at the situation, being someone who has transitioned. Do you feel any anger about what's happened in the last five ten years for you i do yeah um i feel angry that you know no one was there to really um say any different and i was allowed to run with this idea that i had or you know almost like a fantasy as a teenager i was allowed to to run with that and um it has affected me in the long run as an adult you know i'm, I'm very young i've only just kind of stepped into adulthood and i have to you know deal with this kind of burden or such a, a radical uh, difference to in comparison to others at least so she's got to live with it she's in exactly the, she's in exactly the same situation as she was when she wanted uh, yeah. the gender reassignment yeah. surgery in the first place she's in a situation where she's not happy but she's now she has to make the choice that she has to live with it well, that time. Whereas in. she Sorry. could have made the choice to live with it when she was younger, and saved a lot of time and effort. Yeah, but and I mean, heartache. I'm sure not just for her, but family. I mean, she didn't really have any urgency to get the physical stuff done until she started the process and went to see a GP and then see what you get to at. the Tavistock. So this Tavistock, the Tavistock didn't try and talk her out of it. No, because they want to be the best. The they want to well, be known for it. Yeah, right? but this is her version. Yeah, her, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's her her, view. That, this is her story. Yeah, and you know, it might not actually be accurate that a GP sat there and went, yeah, you, you, you need to be reassigned. You know, do it, get it done, get it done. There's more to come out about the Tavistock. There mm. is, you know, this isn't the first No, I've heard about the Tavistock before. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I have. But um, the final clip is quite uplifting because it's her sort of, it sounds like she's got more of a positive outcome, positive outlook about it now. Good. So, how do you want to identify now? Um, just as a human, you know, being living um, in society, um, you know, I am accepting of my, you know, my sex, which is female, and um, I'm just taking each day as it comes, and I'm not trying to force other people's um, perceptions of me. And I'm not trying to force myself to feel any particular way about myself either. So I'm just um, happy to be doing something and turning the, the negatives that have happened in recent years into positives. 
That's a very mature response. That's the mm. pressure. That's exactly what I thought. It sounds mature. For mm. someone of 23. Mm-hmm. I mean, I weren't that mature at 23. No, she's been through a lot, hasn't she? Yeah. It can have an impact on your maturity. Yes. Yeah. You know, oh, this is the other thing as well. Because she's had those puberty blockers. Is her prefrontal cortex fully developed at the age of 25 or below? You know, is she female or Same male in that Because okay. uh, if she'd not had the blockers, you would expect her prefrontal cortex to develop sooner. Mm. It's an interesting side project. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wonder how car insurance companies deal with it. Oh. Like everything's the same now. That's why women pay more. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You can't discriminate, can they? No. Cha ching. <laughs> and who? They charge everyone more. <laughs> oh, great. Whoop de whoop. It's after 10 bells. There we Is go. Is that it then? I think so. I think we've covered every topic in the world today. That's we, we missed it. We had another producer. Oh, producer Amy. Ah, uh, do we? Yeah. Well, um, we'll, we'll have to roll over. Raymond Jet Squad. Yeah, we'll roll it off. It, to it's, a, it's an evergreen topic. Yeah. Of course it is. Oh, did we cover it? No. The political questionnaire. No. No, no we, we didn't. didn't. But we well, will. it's evergreen. We'll do it next week. It's evergreen. <laughs> like Will Young said. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Pretty shabble. Wakanda forever. What are you going to say? I don't know. Epstein. <laughs> Epstein didn't kill himself. Good. <laughs> Good. 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 The dwarf, the cripple, and the mother of madness. Baggity, baggity, bang, so it is. <laughs>